Hello everyone, and welcome to Scenes from Abroad. My name is Hans Carter. And I'm Grace Grant. Today we are going to compare the differences between our homes, Florida and Hong Kong, along with diving into specifics such as cultural, sports, and daily life, food, and fun activities to do. So our first topic uh, is about culture. And so I've spent the last seven years of my life in Hong Kong. And so nowadays I consider it my home. I spent the last few years growing up in Florida and learning about all the different things in Florida. What is the culture like in Hong Kong? Well, the culture to me is totally different than you'll see it anywhere else in the world because there's, there's a vast amount of religions over there. One of the main ones is um, Buddhism. And so there's these huge temples and these huge um, statues of Buddhas and before I moved here for this semester, we went out with my, I went out with my mom. And there's this huge um, statue of a Buddha that you have to go out and see at some point. It's really far out from where we live, so it, it took us about an hour and a half to get there. We took car, and we even took um, a sky tram, you know, like the little boxes that you go in. Um, and so you just see so many different cultures over there, and it's so colorful and just so pretty over there um do a lot of people move from other countries to hong kong yeah so um my school is an international school so there's people from all around the world my best friends are from spain uh there's one from canada one from taiwan a couple are from beijing it's a lot of more asian people but at the same time it's an international school so you see people from all around um, in the United States, what are the main languages over there? Um, most everyone speaks English. There's a lot of Spanish speakers, especially in Florida. And a lot of people come from different countries to live in Florida. And, but most everyone speaks English. Everyone's Christian, or for the most part, like, or they don't practice religion. Mm -hmm. And so most everyone just speaks English or Spanish. And then there's also, there's quite a few atheists, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of atheists. So there's different, there's different cultures over there. Um, what do you think is interesting about your culture compared to others? Well, it, to me, it's weird because it's totally different over there. Because one of the things that you would never really think of is over there, I was a minority. Which is different from here because I was less than 1% coming from... America and just being a Caucasian and so it's a totally different culture for me coming in as an outsider and seeing all these different cultures in your everyday lives because you see people from all around the world most I lived in the south side so you see people from all over because it's populated there and so you interact with people who are Buddhists people who have come from China, people who were born and raised in Hong Kong and lived there for all their lives. Um, in the United States, what's the culture like? Um, there's people from all over. Most, if you live there and you grew up, some stay in the same state and some never leave. 
Um, some visit other states and they get to see other ways that states, like how other states live. And most come to Florida to vacation. Vacation is very touristy. We're going to talk about sports and how sports are different compared to Hong Kong and Florida and how we know a lot about sports and we can compare the sports in different ways. What do you think is the most followed sport in Hong Kong? One of the most followed sports in Hong Kong has to be rugby for sure. Um, in America, you have your Friday night lights with football and all that. But in Hong Kong, our Friday night lights is our rugby. And then basketball is also a close second, close popular one. And of course, soccer is also a very popular one. Basketball is very big in America and it's very, it's followed a lot. But because of COVID and how there's no fans, a lot of people don't watch it as much. Um, well, what do you think, what's probably the most popular or some other popular ones inside the U.S.? I think um, American football is very popular and NFL football is followed the most. College football is very popular. Baseball is really big and has a lot of fans following. Mm-hmm. Um, what if, because I know there's a bunch of different sports and we're all, we all go to this IMG school where there's sports everywhere. What sport do you play here? Um, I play golf. I've played golf for like four-ish years. I used to play softball and I used to play softball my entire life. And then I tore my rotator cuff and I couldn't play anymore. How long ago did that happen? Um, that was like four-ish years ago, three and a half years ago. And then I transferred to IMG, and I committed to play softball at Ole Miss in the ninth grade. And oh, then wow. I tore my rotator cuff, and it was just never the same, and I couldn't <sighs> pitch as fast. That's so bad. That's terrible. And so then I'm assuming it's been a huge and major part of your life then. Yeah, softball has been a huge part, but now golf is my main focus, and at first, it was hard because I always wanted to play softball, and it was hard seeing the baseball players play because I wanted to go play too when I first came to IMG, but I couldn't even go throw anymore because it was too much pain. So then I had to put all my focus into golf. Just out of curiosity, thinking about it, do you think that maybe potentially IMG should start a softball yes, program? Yes, they've talked about it a lot, and they built a field for it. Oh, really? And it's, that, it's the small field. It's like the smaller field. And then the head of the baseball didn't want the softball. They didn't want a softball team because they just wanted to focus on baseball. Okay. So I do think in the future there will be a softball team. And I think they chose girls lacrosse over softball. Mm-hmm. So there would have been a softball team. And, but I don't know if I would have tried and if I would have just continued with golf. Yeah, I understand. Daily life is very different for the two of us. We quite literally lived on opposite sides of the planet. Um, so inside of the United States, is daily life, like getting around and stuff, is transportation easy? No, transportation is not hard, and it's very easy to get around. In Florida, the traffic is getting worse and worse because more people are moving down here from, north, from the colder up north. And we call them the snowbirds. So 
every time it snows up north, more and more come down, so the traffic gets way worse, and more and more cars are here. Mm-hmm. How do you get everywhere in Hong Kong? So, a lot of it is public transportation. I used to be big into taxis, but then I realized that it ranks up a lot of money, and it's much easier to do public transportation. Transportation over there is so easy and simple. There's well, there's three different ways you can probably get around with public transportation. Is MTR, which is our trains underground railroad. It stand it stands for mass transit railway, and then you have mini buses and double decker buses, and those will get you from basically one side of Hong Kong to the other. So whenever I went hiking way out, I could I would always be public transportation we'd take to get there. So do not a lot of people have cars? There are a lot of cars. Uh, I have my parents own a car, but at the same time, the driving age is 18 there. You start to learn how to drive at 18. The roads are extremely tight. It's a bunch of uh, winds back and forth. When you think of transportation and driving in America, it's straight roads, left and right turns on highways. There's not as many highways. It's a lot of, Hong Kong's very mountainous, so it's a lot of turning around mountains and things like that. Right. In uh, inside of daily life, there's also ho- homes and stuff like that. Um, what is the what are the homes like here? Um, some are very big, and that's more. It depends on how much money you make, and the more money you make, obviously, the bigger the house is going to be. Or mm-hmm. some people like to spend their money elsewhere on vacations and other things. So some might have smaller homes. Um, I would say a lot in more, like, cities. People live in more, like, apartments, condos, yeah. like, by the ocean, condos on the water or just smaller homes because they want to, like, downsize from living in a larger home. So I'd say it just depends on how much you make or how much money you have. And there's probably more, like, average size homes, three bedrooms, four bedrooms, mm-hmm. compared to, like, seven bedrooms. Yeah. And... When you see a big house, like, you just know, like, they make a lot of money. money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, in Hong Kong, there's hardly any homes. If you have a, meaning there's, it's all apartments. Right. If you have a house that has two or three stories, you're quite literally, you're lucky. Because those are more of the richer, high-end people. Right. And so, but one of the things that is quite interesting is in almost a lot of people who have a decent amount of who make a decent amount of money have things called help have people called helpers, which are basically housemaids. They cook everything for you, right. make your bed and stuff like that. So that's how I grew up with a helper in my home. Um, and the other important part of daily life would be drivers is what they're called. They're just people that you pay and they drive you around anywhere. Right. Our final topic is going to be about what there, what to do in both countries. What would you do if you had three hours in Hong Kong? If I had three hours in Hong Kong and I brought somebody over, I would definitely bring them... I'd hang around the south side because that's where I'm familiar with. Uh, we would go to... We'd go on a bunch of hikes. Hikes are super cool. It's a staple of Hong Kong. And... We could also go into the city, and there's something called the Ding Ding, which is a 
It's a really small car and it has two stories on it and it's an old railroad car. So it, you know, it, it travels on a railroad, but it's super, super slow and it's out in the open. And so people can walk in front of it. It's not that bad and it's 100% safe usually. So I'd take them out there and just so that they could see the city and a little bit of some hikes. If, if somebody, if you brought somebody over, what would you do with them? Um, depending where we are, like which state, like if we're in Florida, probably take them to the beach because some Florida beaches are different and not far from here in St. Pete, it's like the number one beach in the nation and it's supposed to have like the prettiest sand, the prettiest water and, or if we were like in Orlando, there's a lot more to do or you could take them to Disney, which is a big Mm -hmm. tourist attraction and there's a lot of restaurants in Disney and there's a huge mall in Disney. Or if you're in like Miami, you would probably have more to do, like more outdoor activities. Like go to the beach, horseback riding, go shopping, see events like concerts in Miami and stuff. And there's a lot to do there. But I guess it just depends where you are in Florida based on how much like tourist attraction there is. Thank you so much for listening to episode one of Scenes from Abroad. We hope you enjoyed, and we hope you follow and stick around for more episodes in the future. Our Instagram and socials are in the bio. And again, thank you so much for listening.